Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you that you have called each one of us together here to be with you. And it is our privilege, Father. It is our joy that we are able to be in your presence here, that we are able to talk to you, that you talk to each one of us individually by name. We thank you, Father, for your mercy, for your patience with us, that you are not willing to give up on us, despite the fact that we keep on making mistakes. You accept, you understand our weakness. You are willing to work with us to raise us up. You, are put, you put every resource in heaven behind this education. In our spirit, and in our physical lives, following it up with your signs and with your wonders, that we are able to rise from those mistakes. And when we work with your word, and the revelation that you give us, just through that incorruptible seed that you sow in us, that just our transformation starts to take place. We thank you, Jesus, that you are here. And the peace and the joy that you're willing to put in us every single day, your mercy renewed for us, your grace, a fresh supply made available. That peace and that joy, Father, we want to share with everyone that is part of this meeting, this praying family, with everyone that will pray with this recording, with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group. We share your peace and joy with all those that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. Continue to live under the ignorance of their true identity under false doctrine, under lies. Let every such veil before their eyes be torn apart to reveal your true presence there with them. That presence that never left them. It was always there with them. They just like us one day might start to acknowledge it and start to see you at work in their lives. Know you are their father. Loves them so much. We thank you, Jesus. And as we pray this morning, we call on the name of our father, our maker, our creator. The lifter of men, our hiding place. The one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims. The one who is ever so faithful. Who has placed his word above his name. That the word that he has spoken and is contained in his written word. Shall not fail. But shall fulfill all that he sent it to fulfill. He places his integrity behind that word. 
And we pray in the name of Jesus, his son. Our hiding place. The one with whom we have our secret place. Our place of prayer. Our place of relationship with the maker. The one who taught us faith. The word himself who became flesh. Dwelt amongst us and now through revelation dwells within us. The one who has given us all authority. The authority that is bestowed upon him. And his name was set above every other name. He gave us the authority to use that name. To trample down on snakes and scorpions. To cast out demons. To heal the sick. When we exercise our faith. With an understanding of this authority. We come with an expectation of receiving that which we have spoken. That word, the word himself cannot be denied, must come to pass. He is the bridge to the Father, the sheep gate, the King of kings, the Lamb upon the throne. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, the Spirit of the living God, the Spirit of victory, the Spirit of light, the Spirit of life, the Comforter, the breath of the Father, presence of the Lord in the midst of his people. You are mighty father. You quicken the dead in the spirit. You give us life. It is through you that we achieve our salvation. Through the sacrifice paid by Jesus. It is you in you that we have our new birth in salvation. May we walk under open heavens. It is through your help that we are able to make a prayer in the spirit. It is through the gifts that you give us that we are able to exercise the power that the Father has invested in us. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life. For the gift of your word, for the gift of your spirit. For the gift of your presence with us, Father. We thank you for the gift of family, of friends of work colleagues, of neighbors, the gift of the angels you have given charge over us, to protect us, to guide us, to lead us, and to bring your message to us and our destiny help us whom you have planted in our life to help fulfill the purpose, the plan that you have set out for us. We thank you, Father, the gift of every provision that you have made for us in our lives. All our needs taken care of, the roof over our heads, the food on our table. We thank you for the finances that you have blessed. We thank you, Father, that you have given us your precious Son, your Spirit, to be our comforter, more important to be our advocates. One in heaven, the other here on earth. Living within us, making his tabernacle here. That when we exercise our prayer, our priesthood. Praying in the spirit with the spirit. We are carrying the ark itself. 
We thank you, Father. And as we meditated yesterday, we looked at not letting our mouth destroy our destiny. Twenty such situations in which it is advisable to keep shut. Today we shall reflect on the process of renewing our mind and what must change. And any change in our nature or behavior starts with that renewal of mind. When we look at ourselves with a bird's eye view to see what went wrong and what needs correction. In Romans 12 verse 2 he says, do not be conformed to this world any longer. And I'm reading from the Amplified Version. Do not be conformed with this world any longer with its superficial values and customs but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and his purpose for you. And how do we do that? Let's look at what Ephesians 4, from the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 onwards till the end. It says, and I'll quote it from the Amplified Version, where it is written, regarding your previous ways of life, put off your old self. Completely discard your former nature which is being corrupted through deceitful desires and be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. And put on the new self, the regenerated and renewed nature created in God's image, that is being godlike, in the righteousness and holiness of the truth, living in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for your salvation. Verse 25, therefore rejecting all falsehood, whether lying, defrauding, telling half-truths, spreading rumors, and any such as these. Speak the truth, each one with his neighbor. For we are all parts of one another. And we are all parts of the body of Christ. Verse 26. Be angry at sin, at immorality, at injustice, at ungodly behavior. Yet do not sin. Be angry at sin, yet do not sin. Do not let your anger cause you shame, nor allow it to last until the sun goes down. And do not give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin by holding a grudge or nurturing anger or harboring resentment or cultivating bitterness. In verse 28, the thief who has become a believer must no longer steal. That is, he must give up his old ways, sinful ways. But instead, 
he must work hard making an honest living producing that which is good with his own hands so that he will have something to share with those in need verse 29 do not let unwholesome foul profane worthless vulgar words ever come out of your mouth but only such speech as is good for building up others according to the need and the occasion so that it will be a blessing to those who hear you speak verse 30 and do not grieve the holy spirit of god but seek to please him by whom you were sealed and marked branded as god's own for the day of redemption the final deliverance from the consequences of sin verse 31 let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor let us perpetual animosity resentment strife fault finding and slander be put away from you along with every kind of malice all spitefulness verbal abuse malevolence lastly verse 32 be kind and helpful to one another tender hearted compassionate understanding forgiving one another readily and freely just as god in christ also forgave you he has detailed out the things to do and not to do while renewing our mind things to get rid of and the kind of nature to take on here are the key few key takeaways that i gather from those verses there the first one is it starts with putting off our old nature we make a decision today to give up that bad habit of lying or stealing or whatever it may be once we have acknowledged it accepted it as something that must be cut off from our life we need to make that decision and take every effort to get rid of it and take on the new nature that excludes it it says be continually renewed in your mind if we look at verse 23 is i think yeah it says be continually renewed in your mind in the spirit of your mind as he knows that it is not a change that can take place in one day for a lot of people for some it is possible not necessarily for all so we must keep working towards it and over time we see the difference in ourselves as you continually start to reject it and reach a point where we are able to outrightly deny any opportunity for that same bad habit to once again take over our lives number 2 what should we give up and reject falsehood is the first thing and we must speak the truth to so get rid of all falsehood start speaking the truth it says be angry at all kinds of sin unless you are angry things don't change 
we start accommodating. It's only when you get angry with whatever the way things are. And you only get angry at things that you do not like and things that you that make you restless in the spirit. So he says, be angry at the thought of those sins. That you're able to reject it, you're able to lash out at it outright. But in doing that, do not let rage overtake you. Lest you give the devil an opportunity to attack and to lead you into sin. We must know when to stop and quickly get rid of that anger and not drag it too far. Certainly never overnight. The third point is once you are renewed, give up the old ways and live honestly. So you will have something to share with those in need. Use the example of a thief there in verse 28. The thief who has become a believer must no longer steal, but instead make an honest living by working hard. For we have had a lot of sinful ways that we have used to profit ourselves, to receive gain, to receive benefit illegally. Once we are renewing our mind and we know that is wrong, we must start to give that up. We need to make our living, but this time through ways that are right, through ways that are just. And in doing so, look out to help others as well. To share what we have thus earned with others. We're not just sharing that benefit, that profit of that earning, that living just, just in a just manner, but we are also sharing our testimony. We are sharing the transformation. We are sharing that renewal of our mind as well. Number four, it says, do not let foul language come out of your mouth. We have seen 20 situations in which we should keep shut. We have seen this yesterday. Here he says, only speak to edify others according to the need and the occasion. That you edify only on a need basis. No false edification. And based on the occasion, the situation as it demands. So that you bless them by your words. And he also says in verse 32, be kind to others and forgive them just as Christ has forgiven you. The fifth point is, it talks about putting away behaviors that amount to iniquity. The ones that are highlighted here are just a few, but these are key. These are behaviors of bitterness, anger, animosity and resentment, slander and malice. By all these, we grieve the Holy Spirit. But we're making a conscious effort to give those up and to take on what he is filling in our spirit. Through the word of God, we indicate our intention to build our relationship with him, to fortify our character, that we are working towards it, towards transformation, towards taking on the nature of Christ. This is where he releases grace to effect that transformation, 
whereby we can overcome the world just like Jesus did and stand in victory. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask for that grace for this transformation to begin. We thank you, O Holy Spirit, that you are ever willing to convict and not condemn us. Help us to be sensitive to that conviction, to heed to it, to listen to it. And we receive grace this morning, Father, to take steps towards that conviction, knowing that it is in alignment and is what the Father wants for us. To turn away from all iniquity, from all wickedness in our thoughts, from every suggestion and evil advice that is being given to us constantly. To recognize it, to discern it, to turn away from it, to look at our own lives and to discern all that is not right that must be cut off from it. That we are able to get rid of it, to leave that baggage behind, to step forward, humbly walking with you in your presence, with your word, renewing our minds the way we think, taking on and making that decision to walk in the direction that you show us. So that as we walk with you, we are becoming closer and closer to the image and likeness that you created us at the outset. Your own image, your own likeness that you intended for us. And you created us in Genesis 1 verse 26. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Father. That we are able to step from worldly ways into your kingdom and live by your kingdom ways. And as we pray for this growth, for this transformation in our spirit, for that process to strengthen us, to rebuild us, we also pray, Father, for our physical and our temporal needs. That we are not kept too busy being bothered about poverty, being bothered about how we would make our living, being bothered about sickness and disease, about the withering away of our body. But we are able to step into a life of abundance. That eternal life that you have planned for us. We pray for all our brothers and our sisters, everyone that is facing any kind of challenges in their health. For all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, Jesus paid every price on the cross. It is by his stripes and by his wounds, we declare that they are healed, completely healed and freed from the curse of the law. Freed from judgment. We curse every spirit of infirmity that is acting upon them, seeking to steal from them. We bind it in the name and the authority of Jesus and cast it out of these lives right now. We lose your precious blood, Jesus, over them. That blood through which is released healing. That blood from which comes all victory over sin. So that as they are healed physically, they are also healed spiritually. 
in their lives start to take that turn in the direction of salvation. We pray for all families of the Brisbane prayer group and in a special way for every family that we are praying for that is under attack right now. May their peace is what the enemy wants to steal. We come against every spirit of infidelity, every spirit of violence and abuse, every spirit of divorce, every spirit of chaos, confusion, and difference of opinion, seeking to create that divide between them. We curse you in the name of Jesus. We bind you. The Lord rebuke you. We cast you out of these homes right now into the lake of fire and sulfur never to return to them anymore. Father, we invite you once again into these homes to rebuild. Let the atmosphere be changed to one of love once again. What you have joined together, let no man separate. We come against all those strongholds that are seeking to keep your people yoked to the ground. Any kind of compulsive behaviors, addictions, poverty, joblessness, Father, we ask for a fresh pouring of your anointing. That anointing of your presence that destroys every yoke of the enemy, that the burden be taken off their shoulder, the yoke of their necks. And we declare in your name, Jesus, every such chain broken. We declare freedom over their lives. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We thank you, Father for that liberty over their lives. We pray in a special way for all those that are seeking jobs this day. We thank you, Father, for every opportunity that you have made available to them. We thank you for the angels you have given charge over them and every destiny helper. And in your name, Jesus, we dispatch these angels and destiny helpers to connect the children of your inheritance, the inheritance of abundance, with every such provision that is made available to them and for them. Let your joy be in them and their joy be made full. This is our prayer this morning, Father. We pray in a special way for all those that are contemplating suicide and abortion. That they value this precious life that you have gifted them. And they are able to experience your love, Father. Through your destiny helper. That will touch and transform their lives this day. We release our faith to bless these, your children. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families as well. We now connect with you, Father, Holy Spirit, in our spirit, 
knowing the gift that you have given us, knowing that when you pray with us, that prayer is an answered prayer. We thank you, Father, that you have heard us, that you also make intercession for us. And we release our faith. We tap into the energies of Zion. We come with an expectation of every word that we have spoken will and must come to pass. Encourage everyone that can pray in the spirit to please unmute and join in as we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Sanda <laughs> <laughs> 
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your mercy, for your grace. Thank you, Lord. The words that were given to me while we were praying. Cleanse yourself of the spirit of the world. Let my Holy Spirit guide you always. My love for you is so deep. The scripture I've been given is 2 Timothy 3, 12 to 15. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil men and imposters will go on from bad to worse, deceivers and deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings which are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But even as we were praying, I seen a vision of a man changing mask. And the word of God that was impressed in my heart is from James 1.26. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not riddle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. There is a reflection shared in the chat as well. There are two there. Both are from Psalm 115. The first one is verse 11. Ye that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The next one is verses 13 to 16 from the same Psalm 115, where it is written, He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. You are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's. But the earth has he given to the children of men. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor, that grace and favor that chase us and overtake us, not we chasing them. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed at the start of this weekend, all throughout this week, let us be a blessing to everyone around us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Be blessed and have a wonderful week ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Russell. 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 Thank you,